guys, welcome back to Detroit Dart Talk, the only podcast where we all have 3D printers and none of us know how to use them. In the studio today, we have no one because pandemic still, but we got... We, we don't have me, a studio Tom. to go back to once the... Uh... Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay. <laughs> and that's that's uh, it's next project. We can print a studio. <laughs> Let's just print a studio. You guys should go back and look at all the old pics on our Instagram from the studio. It was so cool. Our, uh, we have all these YouTube videos. Just a quick, quick shout out. We have YouTube videos back when we used to record all this and post it to YouTube. Still exists. Still there on the Detroit Dart Talk. Uh, no, on the Detroit Dart Club YouTube. Yeah. If they go to the Detroit Dart Talk Instagram, there's a nice posed picture of the old studio. Good place. Yeah. Yeah, it was, honestly, it was a pretty sweet studio. Yeah. I miss it. Small, but the good, the right size. Size so. doesn't matter, Eric. So, back to introductions. Tom, Tim, and Eric, obviously. And we also have our uh, frequent guest correspondent, Adam. Guest correspondent. Hello. <laughs> Are you tickled by that name? You sound tickled. Uh, it's, uh, it's weird. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> good job, Tim. You made him feel weird. <laughs> uh, it was a pre-existing condition. Okay, well, good. It's like when you go on a roller coaster and you have a heart attack. It was a pre-existing condition. Sure. Man, I wish I'd go on a roller coaster right now. Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. Disney's open. I can't believe they did. Disney's open. Most of the theme parks are open. Yeah. What? They are open. In fact, they're not that busy either. Yeah. A lot of them are only doing like season pass holders and like you have to get a reservation systems yeah. yeah they're going back to like yeah. old school like e-ticket type systems yeah bring a ticket to each ride that sounds good <laughs> good stuff yeah so but uh but hey we have a couple of things to talk about because we've been doing nerf related activities yeah and uh you know the first thing tim's been thinking about games because when we come back we need to come back with a bang yeah. So Tim, do you want to tell us about this uh, this new game mode you thought of? Okay, so this was entirely inspired by a meme. So we were driving up uh, north for vacation last week, and Erica's driving. I'm in the passenger seat, flipping through memes, and I come across this picture of a Colt 1911. That, and I don't even know the, the drink or the the drink or the weapon. The, well, yes. I don't think they made Colt in 1911. So the the firearm, the real steel firearm. A Colt, uh, Colt, oh, okay, okay. A Colt 1911, and it had like uh, embossed metal shapes all over it, uh, giving it a Harry Potter theme. So, like, there was the Deathly Hallows uh, symbol on the handle, and uh, HP further up on the handle, and then like on the actual slide was a wand casting Avada Kedavra, and. Uh, I, I can't remember what the... That's pretty morbid shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't even remember what the actual meme itself said, but it got me thinking about Nerf and Harry Potter. And there is... And it was like a, a bronzy, brass-ish, brass-ish color. And it got me thinking about that uh, Golden Gun game type. And so I started to think, you know, how could we do like a Harry Potter-style, uh, Harry Potter-themed uh, game type and if you um so i focused in on on the, the three hollows i i hope that everybody listening is fluent in harry potter that i'm not going to be spoiling fluent anything. who Just is harry take, potter? take our audience and cut it right in half <laughs> yeah um harry potter that's uh there's a lion a witch in a wardrobe right 
Oh yeah, that's the one with Aslan. Yeah, I love that yeah. series. I the, the Jesus analogy. I bought that entire. Yeah. I bought that book as an entire uh, anthology for the kids while we were on vacation. I I read all seven of them. They weren't bad. Yeah, they are. Uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah, the um, what is it? Uh, Prince Caspian. That was pretty exciting. More of like an action story than anything. Yeah, so that was like the fourth one. They went out of order with the movies, like yeah. really out of order. We're talking you know, about. I thought it was called Harry Potter, but the prince, <laughs> you know, it, the prince was the center of that story, and I was just always waiting for Harry to do something. We are talking uh, about, but you know, the Chronicles of Narnia now at this point. The Chronic what? Yeah, the Chronic. Chronicles of Narnia. No, nobody. Okay, moving yeah, on. Yeah, I got it. All right, so. Uh, derail yeah sorry i want to pull up my so anyways you saw you saw a gun and it had a it had a harry potter thing and you're like wouldn't it be cool if we turn that into a game yeah yeah and i'm trying to find my actual little write-up on it so i can read right from uh, bear with me a second here it is okay so the idea is that you have the three hollows in the game the Elder Wand, the Invisibility Cloak, and the Resurrection Stone. So the way a gameplay goes is everybody starts with a single-shot blaster, and those represent Wizard's Wands. Then three people are chosen at random to start with one of the three hollows. The Elder Wand is a mag-fed blaster, so more powerful. Uh, the Invisibility Cloak prevents the Elder Wand from targeting the person who has the Invisibility Cloak or they're immune from shots from the person with the Elder Wand. The Resurrection Stone brings you back to life if you get tagged. And then anyone who is tagged has to hand over any hollows they have to the person that tagged them. So, like, if the person with the Resurrection Stone gets tagged by the person with the Elder Wand, um, he comes back to life, but then he hands over the Resurrection Stone. So then the person with the Elder Wand has the Elder Wand and the Resurrection Stone. So... And then the idea is the first person to collect all three hallows wins. Sounds pretty straightforward to begin with, but then if you start thinking about how the three things interact with each other, um, there's some strategy there. Because, like, okay, the Elder Wand can't target the Invisibility Cloak, so a player has to get the Invisibility Cloak before they go for the Elder Wand. Um, and then if you somehow do get the invisible or the elder wand before the invisibility cloak then you can like go for the resurrection stone let yourself get tagged and you're still in the game but you have to start collecting over again so i, I think it'll be an interesting um gameplay um mechanic i gotta figure out what uh props to use for the resurrection stone and the invisibility cloak probably a bandana for the cloak and i don't know use a sock for just, the stone just yeah. a rock yeah, rock. Just like just like a real nice pointy rock. Maybe some broken glass too. I do want to get the uh, uh, one of those foam rocks that they used to stun the demon at BG or at uh, Youngstown. That was a cool prop. Just a big rock. It was a foam rock. Like it looked like a rock, but it was light and foamy and throwable. So yeah, we're gonna. Uh, we've got a. Uh, couple people coming over for a small bag. Hey, just war. a quick thing. Yeah. Um, it's seven bucks on Amazon for one of those. For those foam rocks? Mm. It's called a gentle rock. A gentle rock. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got to look at this now. That's awesome. 
Yeah, so six bucks. Oh, plus six dollars shipping. So uh, sorry, seven dollars plus six dollars shipping, and you can get a gentle rock. No, I want an I want an overly aggressive rock. It's uh, you can be as aggressive as you want with this rock. Also, there's a quite a quite a variety of options, honestly. For for, I had in my uh, like I have a, a wish list on Amazon that is just titled Nerf, and for the longest time I had a rocket. Uh, like a, a plush rocket that said F bomb on it, and I was gonna get that to use as the uh, throwable for uh, they came upon a midnight clear instead of the penguin. Oh Maybe. yeah, but the penguin's so cute. That's a Maybe retired game mode though. Game. Yeah, yeah, that's a retired game mode. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Uh, pour one out for your homies, for your Connor homie. We'll have to. Uh... All right, I need to stop looking at it on Amazon. So, so your game mode with where, where you're going to beat people with rocks? Tell me yeah. more. Uh, that's that's basically it so far. I mean, we'll have to. We got a few people coming over for a backyard war uh, on the 29th. So uh, we'll trial it there and and give it a give it a look see see what comes of it. And then uh, oui? it should be polished by the time we're able to have big wars again. So. Hey, do you still have all those bunkers that I left there? Yeah. Did you we mean, ever talk about that? I feel I don't think we talked about bunkers, did we? No, we didn't. Uh, maybe we I did. Was, I was pleasantly surprised by them. Yeah. Um, you, you brought me those two, and then um, John also brought, what? He brought like Six more? Something. Two walls. Yeah, he brought a ton. Two walls, two boxes, and a barrel. So yeah, I guess five. Um. We didn't bother to weight them down, so they kind of just blew all over our play area. But um, maybe we should weight them down this time. Yeah, uh, but yeah, I mean they're decent enough size. They're they're not huge, so they're not going to cover like an entire person, but they'll cover center of mass. Yeah. Which I guess is what you know I can really care about. Yeah, good game stuff. Yeah. So uh, what do you think about the bunkers. The ones that migrated to the yeah, they were kind of like tumbleweeds. <laughs> it sounds like he's politely trying to say he didn't think much of them. Well, and again, well like we we'd, pl we'd play a couple rounds, and then you know they would start their migration. If we wait um, them, they, so they have a. There are two separate um, inflatable compartments in them. There's the main one that gives it its shape, and then there's a smaller one at the base that you're supposed to fill with water and that will uh, keep it from migrating. We just didn't bother to do that. It wasn't very windy when we were setting up and then it started to get windier later. So, so yeah, next time we'll, uh, we'll do that. I might have some more cover by then too for us to play with. Ooh. Oh yeah. No, aren't you supposed to get like more barrels in or something? Not barrels, something else. Uh, uh a dead dragon. Yes. Perfect. <laughs> yes. Real dead dragon. Real dead dragon. They found one, killed it. Now we're going to use it to play nerf. <laughs> yeah, rather than Are, it, are there any it... affordable paintball bunkers? N not really. Cuz I feel like the cheap those ones, are like the same you just put like tent stakes the, in them to yeah, weight them down. The cheap the they call them Doritos, I guess. The cheap ones are around yeah. 100 a piece. And if you want to get How the much high, a piece? Like 100 a piece. 
And those are like the thin, flimsy ones. If you want to get the nicer quality, heavy-duty vinyl like you see at a professional paintball field, then you're looking like two to oh, fifty yeah. a, a piece. So Foam Dart Thunder got over in Britain got all of theirs custom made with their logo on them. So it is, yeah. I guess you, if you go to the right place, you can even get them custom done up for you. Yeah. That was the sound of a spamp. What? That was the sound of a spamp. But did you did you do it? I didn't hear it. Yeah, but not a super spamp. Ooh, there's a, t- a regular spamp. There, there's a tie-in. Spampy boy. My repair part is uh, is going at the moment, and it's going going well. So this is a good opportunity to talk about the spamp. I mean, we're not going to go super long today, so um, I think we should we should take the spamp. We have some fun topics for the future, um, but to not dip into those too much, let's, let's talk spamps because it's your boy Eric's favorite topic to talk about all day, I, every day. I think it's all of our favorite <laughs> topics these days. Like, yeah, yeah well, you fun. know what? There can only be one OG, and it's Gavin. But if there was to be a second one you know, be your boy, Eric. So just so you know, yeah, you know, we, represent respect, whatever. We're, we're still FDL fanboys in this club, but or in this show, but, uh, the spam has oh. become the Springer equivalent of our FDL lovedness. You know what? A quality product is a quality product. Yeah. So agree. Yeah. We love uh, quality. But, but the spam, um, so I've been, I've been using mine above ma- recommended manufacturing, um, or the manufacturer recommended levels of performance. So they, rec- um, Gavin Fuzzy rep- uh, recommends, geez, he reprimands you. Nine kilogram reprimands. Hey, man, I've had a beer, so watch out. <laughs> Get Whoa. crazy. Calm down. Calm down. Um, so he recommends up to a nine kilogram spring, which we've seen gets you around around about 130 FPS with the PETG barrel uh, that he includes. Now, it's a common thing since the files are available um, for purchase to fit a barrel that's available for U.S. Uh, specific purposes. And that's a caliber and barrel is pretty common from from our experience. Right. Um how does that barrel work for you guys? Because I think all of you are using the section of a caliber and barrel, right? I am. Yeah. Um, it's nice and snug as long as you put a layer of E-tape around each end, kind of like a ferrule. Um, and, it, yeah, it works great. Mine, The one in mine is like half a millimeter too short. So when I um, push the... Um, the top slide prime home it pops into place so you hear an extra feel a click yeah yeah it, but it, it performs fine like you don't get any um loss of performance that i'm aware of um but yeah it, it's a nice actually it's, it's it's a nice tactical letting you know that the slide is home so yeah so that but that barrel is common to use now and half a millimeter is not too much so yeah you've had a tactical response to yeah. uh to getting your your barrel seated or your breech seated so um what could make that better though because we have you know taking this is becoming more popular more widespread i think we've have we talked about it on the show before did we talk about it last week um but but uh our man on the ground our guest adam ag04 has been working on taking this platform to the the next level yeah, so he's got um, spam fever He's got spam fever. He's got a, He's got a, an improved version in his hands uh, called the Super Spamf, 
Um, I have a test version that I've made uh, that I'm working on, uh, I, you know, doing some repairs on because I actually um, overloaded my spam, found the found the weak point of the 3D printed parts, and that is the breach itself failed uh, for me before anything else. Um, hmm. So I am printing a replacement at the moment. But uh, yeah, so so I found the the limit of the parts, but uh, to take it at least. Uh, to another level of functionality. Adam, why don't you uh, tell us about what you've been working on? Um, yeah, so I think I, I put together my spamp. Um, I don't know what possessed me to do it uh, other than playing with Tim and Tom's spamps at the, um, at like a backyard war like a couple months ago. And I'm like, this is actually really good. Like I totally understand why people love these things because it's like a compact-ish short dart blaster that's accurate and hits at HVZ levels and the big thing is the mag ecosystem right so it's like I'm Talon mags for everything like if it like everything has an adapter everything takes Talon mags if not it's garbage to me like <laughs> not really I just have like a couple no he means mags. really like, that's it I mean I mean he means really maybe. Can we say um, garbaggio? It is garbaggio. So I just started thinking of like, how could you make this better? Because it's like, it's got these sights on the top. The, sp the Falcon Fire's got like five sights in line. And it's completely ridiculous. Um, so I'm like, you know what? Maybe instead of like putting your, your big meat mitts on top and priming the thing, uh, why not make something that lets you make it like a pump action or uh, a pump primed spam um and so i did I, I had my spam for like a day maybe <laughs> two and then i kept shooting it and i'm like ah oh, you know what i think i can come up with something uh and then i did and i'm on like the fifth iteration of this thing uh so what it is is it's a completely new slide at the top uh two priming bars that go to the front and uh there's a priming grip and it has to be tiny because you need like 50 or 60 millimeters of travel uh to be able to prime it um and so the barrel's like a hundred millimeters so you really don't have a whole lot of room but i came up with this thing and it seems to work really well uh i mean it changes basically daily i've been shipping out nightly releases of Oh. Bam! Super spam prototypes. Uh, what did uh, you call it? Uh, dirty engineering, or what was your phrase? <sighs> it was funny. It made me laugh very much. Um, yeah. Trash engineering <laughs> nightly releases. Yeah. Yeah. So... <laughs> your tra your trash engineering was much appreciated. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just like I I crank <laughs> this thing out and be printing, and I'd already be working on the next version. So I'm like, shit. <laughs> and you know that's how it goes every time one gets printed out i've already got a number of changes that are going to go into the next version so i've just got a, a desk of rejected super spam kit parts um I'll, so... wait, I'll wait till the engineering slows down a little bit before i start printing it's it's probably wise uh i i will be bringing two in different trims to the backyard war next weekend uh for demo yeah Maybe that can so, be the elder wand. Yeah, sure. I mean, it's, they're not going to be—they're not going to shoot hard, but um, yeah. So I use the caliber and barrel material. I—I uh, 
I low-key hate my Caliburn because I keep breaking it. Um, it's on a K26, and like I said, I, I kind of hate it. Um, so I had the longer so, barrel, so I just chopped 100 millimeters off of it, <laughs> uh, and that's what I'm using in the spam. Hey, Adam, try going yep. down to a K25 on your Caliburn. Yeah, I use a K25 all the time. It's um, it's easier to prime. It's not as hard wear and tear, and because of how the spring uncoils, it actually is about 10 FPS more efficient. I I can 100% believe that because like the spring like wants to cock in the Caliburn and it's yeah. under some sort of preload and it's a slug kit. So the springs like aren't terminated on the ends, just like bolt cutters. So it like destroys the piston uh, from the inside out yeah. eventually. Uh, yeah, they it's waste. Not great. I think out the of the K26 especially wastes a ton of energy on on this the angle in that cage. So it doesn't actually put it in a linear fashion. It, it wastes energy on side loading the system. Yeah. Try, yeah. Try the K25. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. Okay. Also, right, there's a that. new. You know, we we're friends with the well, not like close friends, but we we enjoy the products and I have good relationship with the uh, the turf spring guys. And they just released. We can plug it just a little bit. The uh, K, the Pro Twenty Five. So they they've always been well known for their Pro Twenty Six spring, which is a powder coated K Twenty Six. Um, they just came out with a K Twenty Five, which I believe has squared ends. It does not have the coating, um, but uh, but I'm going to be picking one up for my Mega Burn that I'm working on. So um, yeah, so I'm uh, K uh, Pro Twenty Five is going to be my my new go to spring if it performs like I hope it does. Okay, well, that's a that's a good tip because I I am aching to hate my caliber and less, but it's really really difficult when my Nexus Pro is sitting next to it, uh, and that thing is just perfect in most ways to me. But we were talking about the spam. Yes, <laughs> yes. Um, so so yeah, basically it works. Uh, Eric is going to test it and hopefully break it or tell me where it can break. Tom is definitely going to break it somehow. <laughs> um, sure, I'm going to shatter that baby. Maybe. But uh, eventually, if Tom can't break it, then that will be the, the greatest triumph in, in Nerf in this hobby that I have. And then he'll move on uh, to trying to break the Bliss? He's still got to break my fly point, which he probably will do that next weekend, too. Like, I have so uh, many things to break. It's great. I know. I'm just going to give him a bin of expensive bespoke printed blasters oh, and you he's used going to light it on hey, fire. Listeners, I've got, a que- I've got a question for the listeners about this topic. Do you find it inherently endearing or exciting about the hobby that that blasters break and that you have to fix them and that there's an a inbuilt system of repairing, upgrading um, your blasters because they're inherently brittle and strung, to, strung out to the max? Or do you find that annoying you wish it wasn't that way, and and you think that the Nexus Pro, for example, is is where we should be going uh, with a reliable, high performance, you know, platform. Let us know what you think on our uh, Discord or in the comments on uh, Apple Podcasts with your five star review. Thanks. <laughs> Only with your five star review, or or <laughs> that's all we take. Or become a Patreon, and you can message us directly. <laughs> yeah, you can let us know exactly how you feel, and we'll actually like have a conversation with you about it. We have uh, packages for Patreon starting as low as two dollars <laughs> a month. 
Good point. He ain't, good point. He ain't lying. The boy's telling the truth. But, uh, yeah, so we're going to try and break all these fancy... Well, you guys are going to break all the fancy blasters at your war. I'm going to sit here and not have a war. We'll let you call in so you can hear the blasters breaking. Just live stream it, man. We know you're you're well, at your house. You have good internet there, so you could live stream in your backyard. Maybe. Um, we we are going to record a segment, I think, after gameplay, so we can kind of debrief on the super spam. Yeah, I mean, we're all aching for some real life gameplay feedback on these new blasters. So super spam, the Nexus Pro. Um, because I, I am curious, what's going to break on the Nexus Pro? Something. I is, think it's going to be that plastic prime bar. I think it's going to yeah, be that plastic be primer. priming bar. Well, we, we know what... I'm going to tell you, we, we know there's two points that break on the spam. We know that the plunger is a weak point. I have an upgraded plunger in mind. Um, and then uh, the second point is is actually Gavin Fuzzy part, the, the breach mechanism. So um, the the breach tab that, that holds the, the handle that you actually pull on there is an impact, you know, whenever, especially if you were to dry fire it and, or, you know, have that hit into some things, there's mass there and it's not a lot of plastic that's holding that uh, handle together. So, so that snapped off for me. Let's see if you find the same points or not. Uh, and then report back. Although um, Adam's design is losing a couple, uh, it's, it's getting like minus two accuracy because he's removing all of the superfluous uh, sights that come on the Falcon Fire. Yeah, that's that's true. It is. Uh, <laughs> I am, I am, I am dericing the blaster. <laughs> I guess. Uh, he, so I, it's probably going to be woefully inaccurate. Yeah. I don't know if anybody's really ever thought about it because Adam obviously did. There are five iron sights on a Falcon Fire. And this, I never considered it before. The spamf the spamf maintains three of them and adds one of its own back in. Ooh boy, yeah, it show does. Um, By the way, good find on this tube. Um, Adam posted in uh, in a chat, the the Patreon chat, um, that there is. Uh, he found actually exactly the type of tubing that it looks like uh, Gavin Fuzzy used for the stock barrels. The PETG sixteen thirteen uh, barrel. So is, is that new? Because I hunted. I like went like deep diving hunting for those before I messaged him and asked him what I should use. And then he told me, "Oh, just use caliber barrel." It's yeah. um, it's a specialty water cooling tube. That's like like the pet G. They so you like you can bend it and stuff. That's um, what I was he, looking at and like I couldn't I could find either the right outer diameter or the right inner diameter but not both. No, this is perfect. It's a 16 outer and 13 inner. That's exactly what you need. I actually was talking with Adam today and uh, I took my telescope gauges to get a feel for the barrel and it is it is a 13 it's it's a nominal 13 millimeter id it it's truly 13 to 13.2 it's not round i mean the barrel i have is is not round like it's just not um and, and that matches basically what we're looking at right here nice um so the, and, the, al- and I the guess, alpha cool the alpha cool eye eyes roar uh so i guess for the listeners that have not assembled a spamp or something before 
Uh, the spamp, if assembled with the intended clear tube, um, you could see if a round is chambered, and there's like a hole specifically in the side of the barrel section for it. So uh, I, I preserved that with the design of this like super spamp thing. Um, so that that would be nice to get back. I think it's nice, yeah. But you do have a uh, you're working on a um, premium barrel as well that you sent me a picture of. Yeah, yeah. So I, I have a small lathe that I've been known to muck about with. And uh, so I, yeah, so I've got some brass and carbon barrels, uh, but it's 1730 seconds brass, which uh, is probably too tight for uh, the weak spring in mine and the spring volume. Um, so it's like, if you've got some several times shot darts, uh, it seems to work pretty good, but like new pro darts, uh, it is not. It does not work that well. Um, so I don't know. I'll be I'll be experimenting in the coming weeks. I know some folks have had uh, success with uh, shortened or stepped barrels, like a seventeen thirty seconds into. I forget the next size up. Is that nine sixteenths? Maybe. Yeah, I believe or, so. Yeah, like seventeen thirty seconds in the nine sixteenths. Um, or maybe I'll just make one with a 916th uh, barrel and see where that goes. Uh, so, yeah, so stock uh, with pro darts uh, over, like, maybe 60 or 80 darts. I uh, average about 100 FPS uh, on the Caliburn barrel, um, which is pretty good, like, with a good seal. But I'd, I'd like to get it up to, like, 120, 130, uh, so we'll, we'll see how that goes. Hmm. Interesting. Lots of love for this little blaster. You know my other favorite pistol is? Hammer shot? The hammer <laughs> shot. You like yeah, that, you like that leading? Yeah. Good. I, I, I can't, and I, we can't end this episode without at least bringing this up. The fact that there are going to be three new hammer shots. We've already seen. Uh, I know, right? We've already seen. Praise be to hammer shot. We've already seen the paint job on one, and it's a uh, like a caution construction ish theme. Um, it is the hazard tape one. Yeah, yeah, it's got like uh, black and yellow um, diagonal stripes going on it. Um, the uh, and then the logo isn't on the side because it would get lost in the black and yellow stripes. So it's on the actual like the tape of the grip. So it, it's interesting. Um, there's color in places that there wasn't in the original design, and then there's spots that did have m multiple colors in it uh, on the original one that aren't colored in the... Like the, the little gray tube on the arm that reaches up to keep the cylinder in place is just yellow. The arm and the cylinder are both yellow on the new one. So according to the post that leaked that one's called the caution hammer shot and then there's also going to be the undead red hammer shot uh, communism <laughs> and then there's also going to be a splatter hammer shot some people were theorizing that that one would be red as well but i i can't see hasbro putting simulated blood on one of their products so I think it's maybe it'll be green. But. I, yeah, I, I think it's probably going to be green, and have like zombie material splatter on it. Um, the other option would be blue. Yeah. Having a blue one would be nice. 
but I can't imagine the tie-in for calling it Splatter if it's blue. Unless Hasbro or uh, Fortnite isn't one of the Fortnite characters like Liquidy. I don't know. I don't play Fortnite. Oh, that's the Ripley stuff, right? Ripley, yeah. Maybe it, it's a Ripley. I don't know who that is, but sure. Um, but I think these are all going to be Amazon exclusives. All three of them. The Splatter, the Undead Red, and the Caution. So as soon as we see them stateside, I'll be snapping those up. They apparently are already on Amazon Germany's um, website because that's where it first leaked. For purchase or? Yeah, I I think it's already available or like maybe for pre-order. Wow. So there are uh, there are some other. You're going to collect them all, right? Uh, F yeah, I am. I want to get my hands on a new (laughs) new inbox um, original hammer shot now. So I can have all four of them new in box. But don't you have them all with body kits as well? Uh, I only have an actual body kit on one. I have two. Oh, I thought you were trying to get them all with body kits. No, I have two with the orange modworks uh, cylinders, and then I have two that have black steel prop handle scales, um, the blaster parts, uh, hammer and trigger and a gavin fuzzy cylinder and then one of the two blaster part gavin fuzzy ones has the um maliang and yang uh snub nose body on it that one is my uh trouble in terrorist town pistol tt so yeah very cool hammer shot making a comeback which i am extremely glad for because they came became very scarce there for a while yeah, I think people were hoping they'd buy more of the uh, Hammer Storm things. Yeah. Well, we showed them Which, what's uh, what. No. Yeah. So. Well, I just I just don't think they were popular. I don't think that they were good. It, too much empty plastic, which I think is the kind of the general theme of the Alpha Strike line. Yeah. It's just wasted space. Yep. Soulless. Soulless. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, well, should we uh, wrap things up, do some shout-outs, and call yeah, it sure. a day? All right, I, I got two shout-outs. My first shout-out is to Slater, and I'm sure that Tom is going to do this as well, but uh, Slater very kindly sent us patches, and you guys know I love patches. Um, so we now have um, Reaper patches, which is his personal squad, and we have uh, Quick Flag New Zealand patches, which they're both gorgeously designed if you uh, follow our instagram you've already seen them uh the reaper patches uh 100 percent stitched uh with a gorgeous reaper that i have a feeling that slater designed himself um being the talented tattoo artist he is uh and then the quick flag new zealand is a, a black rectangle pvc um with the quick flag new zealand logo on it uh, so those are gorgeous and then my other shout out is to our friend Pete Fuzzy Pete, who is sending me a Nexus Pro mag adapter so that I can have it for my Dart Zone Pro because I was having that issue I've talked about on the show several times where the uh, Talon adapter sits too far forward and causes jams. So now I'll have a Talon-compatible adapter for my Dart Zone Pro that puts the magazine in the right spot so it doesn't jam. So I'm extremely... Did he say he's going to... Is he going to do something with the rest of his blaster? I mean, or is he, he just going to go full length only? He did not say. Um, he offered to send it to me, no charge, because he heard me talking about it on the previous episode, and I graciously took him up on the offer. 
Cool. Yeah. Yes. So very happy about that. Who's got shout outs? Uh, my shout out is to Adam for risking his life, putting everything on the line to find a Nexus Pro for me and Tim. Ah. So thank you for that, Adam. Yeah, yeah, no, not a problem. I guess I, sh- I need to By shout the way, out. If anyone wants any Nexus Pro, there are some uh, three and a half hours north of Detroit <laughs> at a Walmart at an undisclosed location. Um, <laughs> I, Tom, I guess I need to shout you out too then for giving me an what, early, what early birthday present. Oh, yeah. And and Multi- I, yeah, and a talent I just, claw. I just don't need stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's just the way we roll. Yeah, here, yeah. here's a, here's a spam. Yeah, here's a uh, Nexus Pro. Here's a here's a talent claw. Yeah. Take one down, pass it around. Yeah. Now everyone's got everyone else's blasters. Yeah. <laughs> Yay! Uh, Eric, what do you got? This is me. This is me. Um, I just wanted to shout out. Uh, I've, I've noticed that uh, Radioactive has been putting some cool stuff on our uh, on our yeah, Discord. Yeah, he's so. been a great addition he's to been, our Discord. He's he's been. Making I don't know how he found us. You're yeah, welcome. but I, I like some of his 3D design well, he's putting out there. It's, I was going to say Tom it makes found me him, right? happy because the the Mega Hammer shot he is protoing is is Radioactive's design, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. He's doing this demolisher hammer shot, which is just absurd, but I think it's awesome. <laughs> it oh. looks like a uh, flare oh, he's gun. also doing a reactor one. Oh, oh, yeah. So he's just doing all kinds of crazy stuff. It's fun, you know. We, it's it makes me very happy to have um, you know makers in our group. It's, yeah. it's what I enjoy, and you know, see him and, 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 and Meeker, and of course Adam. Yeah, yeah. Meeker's uh, and in there, it's it's just good stuff. So, um, shout out to Radioactive and all the work he's doing. So. Yeah, good stuff. Glad and, you joined us. Give uh, him, give him showing us your work. Yeah. yeah. Just in time, too. Yeah. Just Ad- in time, that's yeah. right. Adam, what do you got? Uh, the old, uh, I'm going to shout out the old G-Fuzz. Yeah. So, Gavin, for making the uh, the spamp what it is. I've been talking to him, uh, and he sent me some of the CAD files and stuff. Um, and so he's totally cool with it. He thinks it's interesting that somebody's developing on his platform. So sweet. Yeah, give a shout out to him. And uh, yeah, radioactive too. He's he's been cranking out all sorts of wacky ideas. Uh, he wants crazy. to he wants to hammer shot the world. Hammer shot the world. I I'd get behind Great. that. Yeah. Yes, we know. Yeah. <laughs> um, check out Merlin Motors, by the way. So those seem cool. Let us know if you get a pair, what you think, how they work. Um, yeah, I'd love to know more about how those perform for you. To, to be clear, curious. you're talking about the uh, op- or, uh, Flywheel of the World project. If, you're, if you stayed with us this long into the podcast, yeah. It's whole, yeah if you don't know what Merlin Motors are, yes, Flywheel of the World Motors. They seem pretty interesting and cool. So Yeah. All right. All right. Well, that's it for us. Thanks for another great episode. Yeah. yeah. And, all that good get jazz. You like jazz? <laughs> I, I, I mean, I haven't heard jazz in a long time, but I don't dislike it, I guess. I used to perform jazz. I was in the jazz band in high school. Yeah, I was too. Yeah. It was fun. It was jazz is fun to play. Yeah. Just not jazzercise. Never been. How is it, Tim? Tell me about it. No. Never been. <laughs> <laughs> I have nothing to say there. All right, guys. Oh, well, well, that's a real shame. We'll catch you on the next one. Thanks. Hashtag Thanks, everybody. Aww.
Get it. You talked over Get me. it. Do-do-do. Do-do-do. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do.